You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. Good morning. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, May 29th of 2022. From the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. So, boy, I tell you, how do you how do you start a show like this? It's it's, 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 it's this is tough. This is very tough. You know, we try to come out very upbeat. Uh, you can't right now. I can't. I can't be, you know, it isn't that I, you know, nothing like I don't want to be here doing any of this, but I am, I'm mad. The word I'm thinking of, I'm not really, I'm not really sad. I'm not really distraught. I'm mad because you know not only I, I don't want to discount anything when I when I say this but so I'll, I'll put it this way right on the heels literally right on the heels of the shooting in Buffalo at the Topps grocery store that killed 10 people literally on the heels we have this shooting at the Rob Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. You've all seen the stats. 19 kids and two adults killed. 10 others injured there. It's... It is... I'm mad. I am super mad because all this, all of this could have been prevented. And there are so many angles, so many things to get into. Whether it be the chicken shit politicians or uh, the the NRA. I, I found out something today that I did not know about the NRA. It is a uh, tax-exempt organization. Yes, yes, it is. I can't. One of the biggest influence influencers in American politics. And they have a tax-exempt status. Well, I can understand they, how, how they can't afford to pay taxes because they're shelling out millions of dollars to advance their agenda along with the uh, Republic, you know, along the Republican party. Don't get me wrong. I understand there is actually a few Democrats that are 
members of the NRA, but it isn't in the same, it isn't in the same light. Chicken shit politicians. And, you know, maybe that, maybe that's, that's an inaccurate statement. Because I don't think that maybe they're not chicken shit. They know what they're doing. They know where that money is coming from. The NRA dumps more money into the political system in this country than any other organization that I can think of. Do you know of one that maybe pumps more money into uh, into politics here? I, I'm not aware, but that doesn't mean anything. But let's let's at least all agree that they they have. They have massive influence on a on a political party that is not even a shadow of its former self. The Republican oh, Party, no. the Republican Party. Uh, just as we're going here, and as we get into uh, how easy it was for this young man to go out and purchase not one but two uh, AR-15s, uh, bear this, this little stat in mind. In 2019, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a law that required an ID to buy the following. NyQuil, VIX, Robitussin, Dimetap, Mucinex, Desilin, and Theraflu. But in Texas, you can buy unlimited AR-15s and ammunition the minute you turn 18. But you can't buy cold medication. Can't buy beer. You can't buy a pet. I don't know if you can buy smokes in, in Texas at 18. I know that... Uh... There are some states where you where you have to be twenty one to buy cigarettes, even, but you can buy a gun. Well, and I think in this case, for all the uh, nonsense that's going to come out of the right, the kid literally saved his money and went what, a day or two after his eighteenth birthday, bought the first one. A couple of days later, bought the second one. Bought bought enough ammunition to to start a revolution and that's not a mental health issue that's not any other issue he waited till he was legally permitted to do so he fought he actually followed the law as far as that went mm-hmm. and of course now you also have gun dealers i can't wait to find out who sold this gun to him these guns i'd like to hear his babbling reasoning well it was legal Eh, you know what buying cigarettes is legal for me too it doesn't necessarily mean i should uh you're not killing anybody else with the cigarettes that's that that's it there's a fair point there i mean we've discussed this before and it comes back to look i'm not a gun owner I've told the story about the one one time I, I, I fired weapons, magnums. It was an interesting experience. I'm done with it, though. I was done with it at the time. I did it okay. I've, I, I've, I'm there. And, uh, and you're right, Shaletta. It, it's, it's not entirely mental health. Not to say that people don't have problems if you're going to go in and shoot up a school. But he's 18 years old. I mean, uh, getting back to what I was saying, I'm not a gun aficionado. 
I, I, I really want nothing to do with them. I understand some people like the target practice and, uh, and that's what I did the day that I shot. I was shooting at targets and I got to tell you, I kind of liked it. I don't want to do it again, but I kind of liked it. I can see where you would want to do that to try to hone your skills and, uh, how good can you get at it? And that's all fine and well, one shot at a time in a safe and controlled environment. These, these assault weapons, whatever, whatever they're called. Yes. Yes. I know AR does not stand for assault rifle. It's the manufacturing, uh, code it doesn't stand for assault rifle but you want to shoot for target practice buy a goddamn pellet gun or a bb gun well be that as it may and i'm not going to say there aren't responsible gun owners out there because there are sure are there sure are i'm sure you're right but to allow we 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 wouldn't allow an 18 year old to just buy a car and start driving with no training and no lessons now would we no Oh, maybe you should ban all the cars. Well, maybe we should ban people who can't drive from the cars. Look, the weapons that constantly, this AR-15, that's the constant. That's the only common denominator in all of these shootings. So to say guns aren't the problem, guns are the problem. The availability of two guns are the problem. Look, there are 19, uh, 21 families right now, not to mention friends and other family and uh, the town and and the, you know, untold hundreds and thousands of people have been affected by this. These were little children, for God's sake. I I mean, Sandy Hook, they were five and six years old. Here, they're nine and 10 years old. There's, you know, and, and it's, they're just barely becoming the people that they're gonna gonna be, and, and and this is you know what I I don't even understand the logic of what goes through somebody's head to go, well I'll show them I'll kill a bunch of little kids. That in and of itself is a whole it's a whole nother well, thing in Buffalo. We know he, we know he's a racist pig. He's still alive and he's going to pay a price for this. Shaletta mentioned that it's not necessarily tied to mental health. I no, I don't dis. I don't necessarily entirely agree with that. I think that anybody, anybody that would have the desire or even the thought to go into any setting, whether it be a group of, of older people shopping at a grocery store or a bunch of kids there there's something there's something that's not quite right in the old uh, in the old noggin there well yeah having, hold on hold on ahead, i'm sorry having said that mental health it isn't it isn't like other other forms of other you know diseases or other sicknesses where you can take a pill every uh, every 12 hours for two or three days and lo and behold, you're all better. Mental health. That's a long, that's a long, hard journey. They have people back before Reagan closed them all. You remember the, the days when we used to have mental hospitals. Sure. Sure. Mental institutions. You hate to use the word cause it has a nasty connotation to it, but mental asylums. For people like this, 
there needs to be some common sense gun laws. It's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen because you got the GQP in there right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, on top of everything else, whatever else needs to be done, you need to get out and vote. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, we we need to get these people out of there. We're going to play some, some small clips here coming up of, uh, you know, what we're up against. And uh, I, I would just like to... You know, step briefly I you know what I can't even do that right now I'm just uh so I I I want I, I think we're both properly outraged John and anybody that would be listening to this this broadcast will is properly outraged but let's talk about what happened in the 47 minutes now now You've got armed, trained police officers standing by, waiting, because they don't want to go in because they're fear for their life. Well, that's kind of your job. It's not kind of your job. It is your job. I read I read a statement from somebody who's involved in these, uh, an expert on these kind of situations, and they prepared, you know, documentation on all this. For training purposes. If you're not willing to do that, you should probably consider a career change. If you're not willing to go in. Okay, I find it hard to believe that 19 trained police officers could not, didn't hear him shooting people. Okay, so that blows. I don't ever want to hear the phrase, uh, good guy with a gun. We had 19 good guys with guns. Oh, yeah. Uh, now look, some of them are going to say, well, I was just following orders. Well, guess what? You had parents outside that school willing to run in with nothing more than a t-shirt and a pair of sandals to try to save their children. them were armed. I'd like to, uh, read a tweet, uh, from Kasim Rashid. The Parkland cops ran away. The Buffalo cop was killed instantly. The three cops that... Uvalde were overpowered, then waited 40 minutes to enter the school. Veteran cops repeatedly failed, but were supposed to expect lunch lady Doris and school nurse Betty to stop a terrorist with an AR-15? I want to... I want to... I I know you want to uh, give the timeline of this, but I I want you to understand something that is probably paints a big enough picture of, of where the real problem is in this country. And that is just the fact that there are so many guns available to people in this country. More guns than people. More guns than people. Here, here I'll give you a quick ta- top 10 list of countries with, uh, with the number of guns that they have Per 100 people. We'll go down to uh, Finland, who is the 32.4 guns per 100 people. Cyprus, 34 guns per 100. Canada, oh, Canada is kind of dangerous. Hey, 34.7. They got to, they got to fight moose. I know. Uruguay, Uruguay, excuse me, 34.7. 
Montenegro, 39.1. Serbia, Serbia, 39.1. New Caledonia, 42.5. Here's one for you. Yemen, Yemen. 52.8. The Falkland Islands, 62.1. Number one, the grand champion of them all. Mm-hmm. United, the good old United States of America, yeah, 120.5 guns per 100 people. There you go. That's uh, We've got our good pal Tom Shaw has commented, and I've only glanced at it, but I know the situation he's talking about. I'm going to read it, read Tom's comment right now. In 1997, a man walked into a school in a small school in Scotland. He shot kids and murdered them. We inflicted harsh gun laws and made it almost impossible for people to have all guns unless you have strict training and keep it updated. Guess what? People don't go into schools and shoot our kids. Why is the right to bear arms more important than children's lives? Tom, I've read this. I'm familiar with the story. New Zealand had a similar situation. Many, many countries. Uh, Gun laws do work again. Our latest uh, nutball here waited until he turned 18 so he could legally buy. I'm sure if he had tried, he could have found ways to uh, do it illegally. But And thanks for, for joining in there, Tom. Uh, but the law at least held him up till he was 18. Not only do laws work. But we just need to get these particular weapons. Just there's no need for them. Trained exactly. trained military will tell you these are weapons of war, period. Uh I won't play it, but we, there's that that video of Ted Cruz nitwit frying bacon on the end of a on the muzzle of an AR fifteen at a shooting range. And uh thinking that this was some kind of uh hoop de doo. Some kind of joke. This is some kind of, oh, yeah. this is funny. And we, we're going to get a lot of this today. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Yeah. John Boehner has, well, this, that's the only thing yeah. John Boehner has ever said that I fully agree with. Well, let's go ahead and uh, come where, where that come from or, or, or that, where that sounds familiar here. Let's, uh, Let's uh, play this clip of Ted Cruz addressing the NRA. some group. I don't know who it is. Is it NRA? That's the NRA from the other day. This is just two days ago. Is this the, is this the one, though, where he was talking about, uh, well, here, this is the one I'm talking about. I, I play it. Ultimately, we all know, what stops armed bad guys is armed. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. I have made a little oh, mistake. Made a little mistake with the video. Of course, he says, "What stops bad guys is good guys with a gun." By the way, if you're watching us, uh, you'll see on all our videos today, and for those of you listening uh, on the radio, we uh, uh, go to everytown.org, uh, sandyhookpromise.org, and vote.org. Those uh, will will be will be pushing them. All day long today, and for so, the immediate so let's future. bring that. Let's, let's bring that 
to the test here now. He says, what will stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. At this, at the school, where were, okay, you had cops that had their thumbs up their asses. Where were, you know, hey, Texas has more liberal gun laws than any, uh, any place else in the country. And if, if the ratio is 120 guns to 100 uh, people in uh, uh, here in the United States, then God, what it's got to be in Texas. I'll bet you every, I'll bet you there's 140 or 150 guns per 100 people in the state of Texas. Where were all the good guys with the guns? You, you very rarely, boy, I tell you, you know, our, our, our buddy Ken Coons and a few other people will come out every time you see a news story of a good guy with a gun who stopped a, a bad situation. And, it, you know, hey, congratulations. If it, if it works out, fantastic. Meanwhile, there are 20 to 30 to 50 to 100 instances where there were no good guys with guns. And all it was is just more propaganda to, oh, everybody's got to have a gun. Everybody should have a gun. You, you watch. You, these uh, jackwads have their, their way. It's going to not only be legal to carry a gun, it's going to be a requirement. Mandatory. By the way, keep this in mind, this whole nonsense, too, of arming teachers. Remember, these are the fine folks who, although they've dedicated their life to education, usually remember back in the day when they tried to set up the TV to watch a, a to watch something? They couldn't figure that out. Oh, that, that was that was comical. Just to, watching watching them load a day, uh, watching them load a uh, film into a projector. And, and comical. do I need a teacher having a loaded weapon in a classroom? Because inevitably, some kid is going to get a hold of it in some classroom exactly. somewhere, and we're what, right back where we. Is it going to have to be a sidearm? The teacher going to have to carry a sidearm because you, you know you can't try to lock it into the de in, in the desk because no. inevitably, like you say, some kid's going to get a hold of it. That's right. By the way, we just went through two years of parents storming school boards, calling mass child abuse. Where's the self righteous re Republican outrage now that nineteen kids are dead from an assault rifle? Hmm. Uh, but. Fear not, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, because uh, the GQP has come up with a solution for all of these problems, for all these uh, school shootings. And, and, and here's your uh, Cheeto in charge from the NRA. He was speaking at the NRA the other day, too. Classroom doors should be hardened to make them lockable from the inside and closed to intruders from the outside. Doors that lock. Jeez Louise, why didn't we think of that? He's cracked the case. He solved it. Doors that lock. I hate to say this. There's at least up in my neck of the woods are doing that at all the at most of the schools in the where I'm taking students. Wait. It's 
it, it's it's smoke and mirrors, people. It's smoke and mirrors. Oh, there's no problem over here because you know with the guns, there's no problem over here. Well, come on, come on, come on over here. This is where the problems are. Somebody, some some idiot left one of the doors propped open. That's how he got in. How did this dumbass know that there was going to be a door propped open? So we are we tell, are we saying that there's somebody uh, working from the inside? No. This this ass clown targeted this school. Knew exactly what he was going to do when he entered. I that I don't know. Because he crashed the truck, he was stumbling around. That we don't know. He may have just, uh, that may have just been an opportunistic move on his part. Well, exactly. That yeah, is, just, if you, if you will, from his perspective, dumb luck. Yeah, so so now they're coming up with, let's, let, let's get it down to one door. That's the only way people can get in and get out. Well, for starters, as many have said before me, Check with the fire marshals. I think they're going to have a little something to say about that. Well, it it can be done, and as a matter of fact, it is being done in a lot of instances. Here's a here's a a, a neat idea. If you're going to go that route, go ahead and put alarms on these doors. When you hit the hit the bar that the to open that door, an alarm goes off. That's not that's not a bad idea in its own in yeah, its but, own right but john no they're talking about locked doors they're talking about only one door unlocked all right they're, and they're also talking about like doors are they they just came up with this brilliant solution uh tom shaw says i wish i knew where we could get those doors that lock and keep intruders out i know it's a mystery to me it's a tough uh um Frank Conniff said, any psycho can just, without any background check, walk into a Home Depot and buy a door. When will the madness end? You know, yes, of course, doors and and all that are part of a solution. But the first part of the solution is getting rid of the goddamn assault weapons. Nobody exactly. needs... Look, Bambi's not coming at you with a howitzer tank, all right? You don't need them for hunting. You're only hunting human beings. That's it with with a weapon like that. So you know, any anything that passed, get rid of the goddamn things, melt them down to paperweights. It's just, it's just pointless. It's just ridiculous. And I'm not knocking you, John. I'm just saying. But this is what they're out there saying now. Oh well, you know, if we have more doors, if we have more of this. And uh, it's it's not a bad idea, but unfortunately, look. But it's not the here, solution. It's not the it, be it, all no, and end the all. Solution, because because quite frankly, okay, you have even if you have one one door with one cop. Yeah, you got Barney Fife sitting at the front front door of that school, and you've got somebody coming to that school with an AR fifteen starting to fire the minute he uh, basically gets close to the damn door, that one that one guard, that one cop, whatever, at that one door does not stand a chance. No. So now your one door theory once again is blown out the window, so to speak. Exactly. 
So that's not a, so that's my point. It's, geez, well, wait a minute, we're agreeing on this. Didn't sound like it there for a second, but uh, yeah, no, it's not, it's not a door problem. As, as they're saying, it's not a mental health issue. All you got to do is look at how many, how many mass shootings they've had in all the countries John mentioned and all the countries around the world. None or fewer than five. You're going to tell me they've all solved their mental health issues. I don't think so. We, we're the only ones. Uh, our boy, our boy Cruz was confronted the other day by uh, a reporter from Sky News. A reporter from Sky News, which is based out of the UK. Let's take a listen. There are 19 sets of parents who who are never going to get to kiss their child goodnight again. Is this the moment to reform gun laws? You know, it's it's easy to go to politics. But it's important. It's at the heart of the issue. I, I get that that's where the media likes to go. No, it's not. It's where many of the people we've talked to here like to go. The proposals from Democrats in the media, inevitably, when some violent psychopath murders people. A violent psychopath who's able to get a weapon so easily. 18-year-old with two AR-15s. If you want to stop violent crime, the proposals the Democrats have, none of them would have stopped this. But why does this only happen in your country? I really think that's what many people around the world just, they cannot fathom. Why only in America? Why is this American exceptionalism so awful? You know, I'm sorry you think American exceptionalism is awful. I think this aspect, I think this aspect of it. You got your political agenda. No, it's God, honestly, God love you. Senator, it's no, not. No, I just no, want no, to no, understand no, why you do not think that guns are the problem. Why is this just an American problem? It is just an American problem, sir. Mr. Cruz, why is America the only country that faces this kind of you know what? mass shooting? But you can't answer that. Kind of you can't answer that, can you, sir? You can't answer that. Why you know, is this Why country? is it that people come from all over the world to America? Because it's the freest, most prosperous, safest so country on earth. It may be the freest, it may be the most popular. Why are our kids dying in but, Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Running from the... And, you know, you know, this whole thing, boy, I tell you, the one mistake that that, uh, uh, that that reporter made is mentioned American exceptionalism. This has nothing to do with American exceptionalism. This is America at its worst, people. This is, this is not the America that I want any part of being in when it is this easy to obtain a weapon, go shoot up a grocery store, go shoot up a school. And I understand that there's a handful of what has been classical have been classified as mass shootings in between these two. Um, I, I guess a mass shooting defined is when 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 more than uh, two people, more than you know, more than two or three people have been shot. There's been several instances of this between Buffalo. I'm being told four instances of this. Four, oh, before four. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm being, being corrected here. It's um, the number is four to qualify as a mass shooting. I tell you that and this was just within a week. What was it? Not even a week, so about nah, a little over a week's time between the two incidents. 
here's the thing that we have to also remember. While there are good, responsible gun owners, I know, I know there are. I know several people that are good, responsible gun owners. This isn't aimed at you. Trust me. Nobody is coming in for the the American Gestapo to come and get your weapons. It's not like that. Stop blowing that dog whistle. It's not the case. The fact is that it is for every good, responsible gun owner, you have enough gun owners that leave their guns out in willy-nilly places where kids can get at them, where... uh, how smart of an idea is it to carry a gun with you in your car, in your glove box? Do they make gov- gov- blo- or glove boxes for cars anymore? Yes, they do. I think they do. Yes, they do. How smart is that? Yeah, let's see. Well, I'm going to break into this car. Well, first thing, place I'm going is the glove box. Because, because you need gloves. Well, yeah, exactly. <sighs> People... Uh, you know, you, you don't think it can happen to you. Oh, I got a gun. I'm safe. Nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah, well, what happens when your house or your car or what the hell are you going to do if you're walking down the street, even if you're carrying a damn gun and somebody comes from behind you and puts a gun to your ba- to the back of your head? Now, now stop right there. Now, stop right there. Because that is the exact argument I use with people who always insisted as cab drivers, they should be armed. Why? Everybody's got the drop on you. They're sitting behind you. What are you going to do? By the time you even flinch to go get your weapon, your your head's all over the windshield. You're in a lose-lose oh. situation because when they get, as happened to my buddy Harry, guy held him up, ran on him. Harry told me the story, He's and he was a registered uh, uh, uh Concealed carry, he had a concealed carry permit. Shouldn't have been having it on the cab, but eh, that's another story for another time. And as he told me the story, he said, Ed, I watched him run down this alley between buildings. He says, I had him lined up in my sight, but I couldn't shoot. I couldn't shoot because he's running away from me. He's no longer a threat. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, uh, <sighs> let's briefly touch on the second amendment which is not what people think it is for starters it wasn't until uh it was about 2004 that the supreme court narrowly said oh you have a right to carry guns second amendment says nothing about that absolutely nothing here's a piece we played before in discussing this and it bears repeating this is uh, Supreme Court Justice Warren Berger. This is from about 1991 or so. The date's on the, on the video. Uh, again, I cut out the beginning. At the beginning, what he says is, if I were to rewrite the Constitution today, or if we were going to start uh, the Constitution anew. The Bill of Rights now, there wouldn't be any such thing as the Second Amendment. Which says? That... Uh, a well-regulated militia being necessary for the defense of the state and people's rights to bear arms. This has been the subject of one of the greatest pieces of fraud, I repeat the word fraud, on the American public by special interest groups that I have ever seen in my lifetime. 
Now, just look at those words. There are only three lines to that amendment. A well-regulated militia. If the militia, which was going to be the state army, was going to be well-regulated, why shouldn't 16 and 17 and 18 or any other age persons be regulated in the use of arms? Exactly. Nowhere, nowhere does it say, hey, Billy Bob, you get to have as many guns as you like. Nowhere does it say that. It never well, once, there's nothing in there, there uh, nothing in the entire Constitution uh, that uses the word own or any synonyms for own. There's nothing that gives you the right to own a gun. And as more than one person has pointed out well before me, when the Constitution was written, and bear in mind, this is an amendment to the Constitution. This isn't in the Constitution, well, you know. But it would be another 50, 60 years before the bullet was invented. So when, when this was written, they had absolutely no idea that you'd be able to squeeze off however many rounds per minute. You know, you had maybe, if you were good with a musket, Maybe you could get three shots off in a minute. Maybe. And that's under ideal conditions. So to say that, that the Second Amendment gives you the God-given right to own a firearm, it does not. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Not by any stretch of the imagination. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, by the way, as always, uh, you can... Uh, Feel free, call in and weigh in with your opinion. Send a text even if you'd like to. We will read texts over uh, this. That number is 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you're leaving uh, comments via uh, either YouTube or uh, Facebook, it's wide open. Go ahead and do so. We've had several uh, people take advantage of that earlier. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work with the Twitter. You, you actually have to tweet. Tweet us. At, yeah, at Taxi Stand Hour, at John Radio TFI, at Ed Radio TFI. I know those guys. If you, yeah, I've heard of them myself. So, oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. This, unfortunately... It's like we've said every time something like this happens, something this horrific happens, is that after a few, after a few uh, days, weeks, months, this just kind of all flutters back down. Everything settles back down, or until the next shooting, until or until the next shooting, exactly. I'd like but, to. I'd like to now, John, read that timeline. Yeah. Oh, oh, go ahead. This is from a student who was in the classroom calling to nine one one at twelve o three. Whispered that she's in room one twelve. At twelve ten, she said, "Peep, multiple dead." Twelve thirteen, she called again. Twelve sixteen. She says eight to nine students are alive. Twelve nineteen, student calls from room one eleven. Twelve twenty one, three shots heard on call. Twelve thirty six, another call. Twelve forty three, asks for police. 
1247X for police. So what what strikes me here is at 1221, three shots were heard on a call. That means that gunman was in there for a minimum of 18 minutes uh, before he shot. And there was 18 minutes, possibly three students lost because the police didn't go in. At that point in time, there should have been, uh, there should have been police, uh, local police, uh, state troopers, Texas Rangers. How about you know, the, how about the Uvalde? How about the Uvalde SWAT team that nobody could find that day? They do have a SWAT team. Oh, oh, they made a whole big deal of it two two years ago. There's a there's pictures of them. There's got to be about a dozen dozen uh, officers on that SWAT team. Couldn't find one of them. It would take too long to put to assemble the team. The, the, then what's the point of a SWAT team if it takes too long? Yeah, exactly. Here is the. If I'm not mistaken, who did you hear was the one that uh, that finally killed this? Uh, Shooter. I, I don't know. I think I heard. I don't. I'm, oh, border patrol. Oh, which, which department? Border patrol. Thank yeah, you. border patrol. Oh, I thought That's you meant. I, I thought you were referring to what individual? But no, it was border patrol no. showed up with their tactical it response was thing. Border patrol. Kind of a, almost you would think out of his job responsibility, but he went in. They. And it was a tactical they, team. It was a tactical. Oh, it was a tactical unit. Yep. Okay, but it wasn't necessarily their jurisdiction, or at least they're outside the realm of their responsibility. You're a good guy with a gun at that point, right? Isn't that what yeah. we keep being told? Well, if I, there was your good guy with a gun, I, I, I guess. Uh, it, it, but it, how it, long did that take? If you are afraid to go into this situation. You need to turn in your badge and your gun. It's okay to be afraid, but please don't tell me I can count on you when when you're afraid to do the job you signed up for. It's okay if you don't want to do it anymore. I get that. That's a frightening job when it comes down to moments like that. But good God, don't, 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 don't take advantage of all the perks of being a cop. We're like parking wherever the hell you want and doing whatever the hell you want. Look at me. I can carry it. I got a gun and a badge. And then when you actually got to put up or shut up. And I don't want to hear my orders. Your orders are my ass. You got little children dying in there. Exactly. And apparently That's some true. some of them went Every some of them went, went into the school, Uvalde police, and got their own kids out. No. Yeah. No way. Are you are you sure about that? I'm positive about that. Oh my god. Unless of course unless of course this is just a no. Uh, that's that's come to light. This was after the oh man, what a tragic miscommunication. Uh Greg Abbott is livid, by the way. I was watching that that press conference the other day. Oh, by the you way, Beto. Way to go, Beto. Fuck Greg fuck Greg uh, Abbott. I'm sorry. Not my type, but you know, hey. Yeah, Beto went in, and and I I originally tr- had captured 
uh, that video and was thinking about putting it up, but it was really kind of hard to it's hard hear to, everything yeah. that was going on. So it would it would have been kind of pointless, but good for him. It, it is about time that somebody points out the hypocrisy, you know, and okay. Those on the right were saying, "Oh, well, this is this is a bad time. You really can't be doing. You can't be yeah. calling not, this out because it's political. This it's is a, political. This is the same nonsense they say every time. Now's not the time to talk about. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Now's not the time. Sandy Hook was the time. Columbine was the time. Do you know all those all those Sandy Hook kids would be in high school right now? But you see what's different in this instance, Ed." Dead kids? No, I don't. No, what's different in this is it didn't. It happened in an area that is, if you think about Texas, uh, more so than any other state in the union. You think about, you think about people carrying guns, you know, sidearms, and yeah, but you that think guns happen. are a way of life in Texas. Yeah, yeah but but remember too. What you're thinking about is not what happens on a daily basis. Remember, you have major metropolitan areas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Austin, San Antonio. This is not an everyday thing for most of those people. I'm not saying that there aren't people. I know it's an open carry state and all that. And and honestly, uh, while I could tolerate a sidearm, I don't understand people walking in, into Walmart or whatnot with a long gun on their back. Right. What is it that you're anticipating? My point with this, Ed, is is that this is big, bad Texas that this happened to. Let me explain something, John, and I've explained this before. And I've lived, you forget, I've lived in Texas. I know you did. I know you did. But that was pre-Greg Abbott. uh, Well, that's true, too. Wasn't Ann Richards governor while you were there? No, uh, Rick Perry. Rick Perry. Oh, God bless you. Uh, I, uh, oh, remember, Texans nowadays like to, you know, stand up and puff their chest out and don't mess with Texas, as if that's some, uh, some, some uh, motto that goes back into the Wild West days. It was an anti-littering That's all it means. It's an anti-littering campaign from the '80s. Uh, don't get me wrong; it's a great little thing, and people have it's taken on a whole life of its own. That is far away from from the uh, from the original meaning, but you know that's look. Be proud of your state. Although I don't know how you could be proud of that state right now. Uh, and. and <sighs> I want to play. We do have we do have Chip, Chip Franklin, and uh, Chip being Chip again. Yeah, so we're gonna play this. Gonna take a second to breathe. Fourteen of these victims are elementary school 
children. In the U.S., we average a mass shooting every day, and now another. And Republicans will say, if only the teachers had been armed. This committee proposes a bunch of laws that would do nothing to stop these murders. There are more guns in America than children, and the guns aren't going anywhere, but the children are, to funeral homes and cemeteries. Tragedies like this happen for a reason, and it probably doesn't have a lot to do with guns. Here's the lie. Guns make you safer. Here's the truth. Guns kill, and more guns kill more people. I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. Yeah, that's the bullshit guys love to tell themselves. I'm tough. I know what you're thinking, Bob. Even veteran police shit their pants when bullets whiz by. You trust Americans who can't handle a traffic jam with a gun? Oh, my God, go! After Sandy Hook, I thought, like you, finally, we'll do something. And every time there's a shooting, we play this ridiculous theater. Ted, it's not theater. But you are ridiculous. And now, more children are dead. See you in Cancun. Damn right. Where is Kamal? Storm in the Capitol! Yes! <laughs> Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, always good for a little bit of a laugh there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so now, now we have dead students, dead teachers. We have... Uh, debate raging again despite you know it's funny because it's like 87 percent of americans want stricter gun laws this this crosses party lines and, and and virtually everybody you speak to wants some kind of gun reform and and yet of course we know it's the nra why why that that convention that meeting that ghoul fest was allowed to continue in houston is beyond me and how anybody will vote for ted cruz again and they will he showed up there at least most of them had had the common decency to back out never should have been going there to begin with but uh, oh, by the way, speaking of the the press conference the other day where Beto showed up and uh, got his point across, if you look when that started, John Cochran, the other Texas senator, was there. Within a moment, he's gone. You don't see him again. He disappeared. Because, again, they don't want to answer these questions. They won't answer them. Uh, there's a congressman from that area, uh, Gonzalez. Uh, there was an interview. I I put it together. I put it together. And it's just him for a minute and a half refusing to, just not answering the question that the reporter was asking. And I decided, you know what? We don't need to hear this again. They're, they're going to, they're, they're just going to deflect and they're going to blame the Democrats. Remember, this is all Biden's fault. I don't know how. Oh yeah. I don't know how, but it's Biden's fault. And uh I just uh I I, I just, you know, I, I just can't anymore. And we we certainly need to change things. We certainly And I think need. Texas is a good place to start. Texas is a you know something, Ed? I can count on one hand the number of you times cannot. that I <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> contributed to a political campaign. Ah, yes, I saw that. 
contributed my my little my I'm embarrassed because it was so small. Every little bit helps. But hey, out of the deal, I get a I get a Beto for uh, for a governor uh, uh, sign, which I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna hang behind the wall at showtime here. No. Well, there you go, there you go. But That's yeah, cool. so yeah, I contributed to that campaign. I think that if the Democrats can flip Texas, it sends a message. Because right right now, listen. We all, it isn't like all of a sudden, just because of Trump, that Republicans have become bad, the bad guys. But it is true that for whatever reason, Trump fostered this, this whole notion that, oh, nobody's listening to you people. Nobody care, you know, about the, about the poor white people that are being, that are being disregarded, you know, and, and Trump's out there fan, fanning those flames. Of course he is, because that's what he does. He's a snake. He's a snake oil salesman. Is the problem? That's an insult and to snake people, oil salesman. And people have bought his. He he. Hey, give the man credit. No, too many he, people. He's good at what he does. <laughs> no, nobody will give him credit anymore. <laughs> well, what? Yeah, well, that's true, but um, he's good at what he does. Yeah, well, and and it's getting people unfortunately, killed. Unfortunately, it's getting unfortunately. people killed. By the way, on a on a slightly different note, uh, I tested negative again, COVID. I since I'm not working, I'm not getting tested three times a week. So I was at the doctor the other day. I had them do a test, and uh, John, I saw the I saw the post, the tweet that the lovely and talented uh, Mrs. Shannon put out that uh, somebody was asking, oh, do you know anybody who's fully vaxxed, blah, blah, blah. And not only are you, but we are the unicorns. Oh, wait a minute. No, you've had the COVID. No, you didn't have the COVID. I haven't. I No, neither I one of us. Lori got it. She she just here uh, just, uh, just yesterday. Uh, or the day any. before yesterday, excuse me, got the got her last uh, shot. Yeah, I'll be doing but that. Yeah, she had she had the COVID. Uh, she had the COVID. Uh, how long has that been now? Uh, early on, but this is before. Yeah, back in 2020. Okay, back before the uh, vaccinations were available. Well, the point I was getting at is that uh, this this program is a COVID free program. Right. We have not got it. Now, uh, I think we've made our getting back to what is certainly the topic here. Uh, I think we've made our positions clear here. We've vented. We've we've chatted with a few of you. Uh, Make no mistake about it. This isn't going anywhere and certainly not for us. But as we come into hour two, we're we're going to lighten the mood. Uh, uh, considerably considerably as we get into just killing time and now suddenly that doesn't seem like a very funny title does it well unfortunately yeah well still so anyway uh we probably won't touch a lot on this in hour two uh we're, we're gonna get lighthearted and silly so 
just just join us there because we got don't worry for those of you who tune in specifically for the market watch report and i know there's at least a half a person that does. At least a half a person. We're going to do that in an hour or two in uh, in our next hours. So so join us for that. We got graphics with it now. Oh, where do you see them, John? You're going to. You, you, oh, you, you just. I, I it's am, amazing when you have some time on your hands. It's sad what I do when I have time on my hands. It is, it is just uh, yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. But we, uh, we appreciate everybody that's with us right now. And this has been a tough, tough stretch of time here. Also, actually we're going to do something a little bit different and this was something that we're going to be, I, uh, be catching a- you by surprise oh, here Lord. but um, oh, I hate it when he before we that. start the before we start the meat and potatoes of uh of just killing time we do have a video i want oh, you to yeah. watch oh yeah oh there's no question about that we're playing that video um that uh it, it 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 warms my let's just put it this way with everything that's happened this is a over the wonderful last few days this is something that will warm your heart yes yes and, if you if you ignore us for the rest of our two please please stick around for this video and we'll do that right right at the top right at the top yeah right absolutely. at the top once once we finish our little goofiness at the top of the hour and uh, it, it, this is a, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing, and uh, I can't wait. What to is it? Through. What is it? Well, you're just gonna have to tune in to hour number that, two. That's right. That's right. It's uh, but you, whatever. It, trust me. You, you invest a few more minutes. Of, come on, you came this far for goodness sake. Yeah. You got here. Exactly. What's another exactly. five minutes? My God, I don't want to be here. I can barely make it to this point. And I got to be here. <sighs> we're getting close. That's why we're making the big money, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's what I keep telling myself. Every week, right about this time. And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, like I said, we can always... Uh, Open up phone lines for you if if you uh, if you want to join in at seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. We'll still take messages or uh, or uh, read messages here from you, or if you want to give us a call and talk to us directly, uh, we'll be more than happy to engage with you at that point. And time. also join us at the top of hour two for our new game. Uh, will John unmute himself or not when he starts speaking? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you just never know. I finally got him to mute himself when we're when videos are playing, and now he forgets to turn himself on. So anyway, John, where the thing of it is, there behind the curtains, there's no there's no need to do for me to do that. Be that as it may, we'll see you on the other side, kids and kittens.
Radio TFI. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. And welcome. How about that for timing, huh? Was that fabulous timing or what? Huh? That was fabulous timing. Moving on. (laughs) All right. Welcome aboard to Just Killing Time here on. Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, from the Shaletta Makes Me Laugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. This antagonist over here, oh, man, is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Yeah, I am. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. And, uh, Thanks for joining us here in, in hour two. We uh, we we trust you're having a grand old day here. Uh, I'm trying to look for something here that I can't find. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Man, it is. You have no no earthly idea. But uh, we're happy to have you with us. We're going to lighten things up this hour. Uh, but we're going to start out with, uh, uh, we, we were referencing it earlier john let let, let's play uh let's play the brandon video right now yeah that's just just as a little uh um just as a little uh or or what's the word i'm looking for here something something to bring it in palette cleanser uh, i don't know uh, well no Uh, the young man that we're the young man that we're about ready to uh uh, show here uh, is autistic. He's one of uh, Shaletta Brundage, our great friend Shaletta Brundage, uh, one of her four children. He happens to uh, uh, have autism, and he uh, the, the, he went with the, on a little trip with his uh, with his family and saw a sign. One of those. His his name is Brandon. Let me let me uh, square that up real quick. His name is Brandon. He saw a sign or a bumper sticker, or a flag or something. I'm not I'm not 100 sure what it was that said "Let's go, Brandon." And you know what? He actually thought that was for him. That people were cheering him on, and it was the most wonderful thing. Well, Shaletta, who happens to also be a writer, amongst all of her other 
talents uh, penned this uh, uh, this book uh, called uh, uh, Brandon Spots His Sign and uh, wound up uh, getting the attention of a certain individual uh, in a very powerful position and that particular person responded. Let's give let's bring it to the video now. Dear Brandon, your mom sent me a copy of the book she wrote about you and I loved it. And you're an inspiration to me and certainly to so many other people who who have read Brandon's but his son. I also know how it what it feels like to be a little different. I stuttered as a child and some can have been really mean, but remember, you are stronger because you persevered and never forgot that you were a defined boy. Your character and courage. I'm so proud of you, Brandon. Stay kind, curious, and feel sincere, honestly, but like President Joe Biden's. How sweet is it's, that? He gets a, by the way, great reading skills. Yes, too. absolutely. Absolutely. Better, Cer- probably better than my reading skills. Oh, well, you knew I was going. I was just about to go there. Of course not. Uh, of course they are. <laughs> John, John, there are locked doors that have better reading skills than you do. But that's neither yes. here nor there. We, we, we just want to say bravo to Brandon. And you know what? Let's go, Brandon. Yes, yes. Let, let's let's go ahead and hijack that old hashtag. Absolutely. Let's let's take that let's take that one away. And notwithstanding the fact, I am so so proud to remind everybody in our listening audience that that young man was the ring bearer for our wedding. Yeah, he was. And but when John says our wedding, he doesn't mean me and him. It's... No, no, no. He wishes, but we, uh, we just play husband and wife on on TV. No shit, and and you know who? No, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> don't, don't, just <laughs> learn learn when to let a bit die. Just let it let it go on its own. I, I'm getting I'm, I'm getting better at that. I I am getting better at that. My so moving on for all those that missed this. In hour one, we didn't feel it was appropriate. In hour one, so we're gonna we're gonna shoehorn it in here, at the top of the hour. In hour two, uh, fear not, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time. And and wait a second. Oh, wrong. Wrong effect. My God, I hate myself. We have graphics now for the market watch report. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Let's get this going. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Doors. Uber closed the week at 23.67, up 32 cents. Lyft closed the week at $17.77, down $1.30. Tesla closed the week at 759.63, up 95.73. This has been the Market Watch. Brought to you by Doors. Use them. Exactly. That's all I got. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! So, oh by the by the way, the uh, 
there's another uh, Ken Coon shared an article with us, but uh, you know, and I and I appreciate him doing it. But it was something that's just the same. It's it's just the same story repeating itself. Uber and Lyft are 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 going are not going to be able to show or to show any kind of a profit under their their current uh, their current plan. Shocking! They are shocking. They, they are very 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 top heavy. You don't say. And you know without uh, and and drivers who are the ones who are. They're the ones on the ground doing, you know, doing the work. They're not going to do this for peanuts anymore. You know, gas prices anywhere from uh, four to six dollars a gallon, depending on where you live. Who uh, could have who could have seen this coming? They're not going to. They're not going to do this, and the, the mm-hmm. even. Uh, and I keep saying it. We're noticing it on on our end as far as. A resurgence in the in business to some degree. Uh, we are definitely getting the our our fair share of the of the smaller runs. Uh, there's still a there's still a uh, perception out there that that Uber and Lyft are a better deal for the longer runs, but the shorter ones now, it's cheaper to take a cab, folks. Yeah, it is, and that's getting to the it, it's getting to the point where that's. You, uh, true across the board, across the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, look. Uh, all kidding aside, and we'll we'll delve more into this next week. But come on, we all saw this coming. We knew this was happening. The business model is, it's just not there. There is no uh, anyway. But we'll touch more on that next week in our in our during the taxi stand hour, which is what that's. That's how John wants it now, and that's how we're going to do it, gosh darn it. That's right. John, are you ready? Is, let's just hope that there isn't something else that preempts that thought next week. Yeah, you know really. What I mean. Are you ready, pal? Yeah, there. you ready to start that? You ready to start this lawnmower up? going to start with birthdays here first once again uh for this week going from the uh uh 29th uh, which is today right through uh god already into april april june. 4th june 4th june 4th jesus thank you <laughs> <laughs> well, i heard that in stereo i heard that from you and i heard Jeez. That- hey. see john well, you know i want if I you, want to go back to way back machine so bad that I want to go way back to if, April. If you look at the actual graphics I put up there for you, it says it in big, big letters. Unfortunately, I'm actually looking at the script for Shocking. the birthday for this week. Shocking. So, all right. Well, we have a few starting with the 29th of May. Annette Benning will be 64 years old. Moving to May 31st, 
where Clint Eastwood will be 92 years old. Do it, punk. Brooke Shields will be 57. Moving on to <coughs> June 3rd, <laughs> where Alec Baldwin will be 65. Boy, they're all close in age to me. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie Murphy will be 62. And then moving on, last but not least, where Robert Downey Jr. on the 4th of June will be 58 years old. Good gravy. That's it for the birthdays. That's it for the birthdays? That's it for the birthdays. You ready to start up the... Uh, Start up the lawnmower here for the uh, for that machine that we've been uh, running. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. A look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. Uh, got to do something about the exhaust on that machine. <laughs> like maybe, maybe put a new spark plug in or yeah, something. Yeah, don't you, don't push it, that, please. Don't push it. Okay, so we got a few things here from from the way back. Starting again with uh, uh, May 29th of 1942, where Bing Crosby records "White Christmas," uh, which the world's best-selling single, an estimated Dreaming 100 million copies sold. Of a white Christmas. Christmas. Ah, just like the ones I used to know. <laughs> Moving on to May 30th, where in 1968, Decoration Day we might know it today as Memorial Day yes, was first observed as the in the northern United States. It was, I guess, just in the northern United States at first. Started in the Civil War. Yeah. I think. Moving on to June. June, first. not April. Not April, kids and kittens. June. June 1st, where in 1976, Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs found... Apple computer in the garage of Jobs' parents' house in, it almost sounds like Cappuccino, Cappuccino or something like that, California. Good gravy. gravy. You can tell you're an Android user. Cappuccino. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Uh, 2001. The Netherlands becomes the first country in the world to make same-sex marriage legal. Woo-hoo. Moving on to June second. June second. June second, where in 1977, Fleetwood Mac's "Rumors" album goes number one and stays atop the charts for 31 weeks. I was gonna say that was number one for like it seemed like forever. And 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 Fleetwood Mac definitely not a one-hit wonder. No, no, they will never appear. On that segment. <laughs> Moving on to the 3rd of June in 1973. First mobile phone call is made 
in downtown Manhattan by a Motorola employee, Martin Cooper, mm -hmm. to the Bell Labs headquarters in New Jersey. Ah, the days in of the 1953, 53. the American 53, the American magazine TV guide publishes its first issue. The cover features a photo of Lucille Ball's newborn baby boy, uh, Desiderio. I hope I'm not pronouncing that wrong. Alberto Arnez, the fourth later professionally known as Desi Arnez jr. Sorry. Yes, not Little Ricky, as most people presumed. That uh, The boy that played Little Ricky was not Desi Arnaz Jr. Go ahead, John. Okay. I just want to make sure you're done. Oh, I'm done. Has that ever stopped okay. you before? <laughs> In 1960. 1960! In 1960, Elvis Presley record, records, It's Now or Never, Fever, and are you lonesome tonight? Well, thank at you very RCA much. Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, thank you. Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss me tonight? That was so good. That was so good. We're gonna get wind up getting uh, tagged by uh, by somebody here for copyright infringement. Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. Uh -huh. That's peanut right. butter in the June 4th. June 4th. June 4th. June 4th. In 1949, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, better known as NATO, the treaty was signed in Washington, D.C. on, on um, June 4th of June 1949. 4th. A more somber note, in 1968, on June 4th, U.S. civil rights activist Martin Luther King Jr. is assassinated by James Earl Ray at the Lorraine Hotel in Memphis, Tennessee. Moving on. No sound effect there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, that's, yeah. In 1973. 73! In 73 on June 4th, then the World Trade Center, then the world's tallest building opens in New York. Yes, it did. I remember it. I was 14. In 1974, 74. Hank, Aaron, Hank Aaron ties Babe Ruth's home run record by hitting his 714th in Cincinnati. There's bonus points here. Who was the who was the pitcher that served up the Gopher ball? The uh, 714 or the 715? 714. Uh, I want to say Tom Seaver. No. No, although I think Seaver was pitching for the Reds. He was with point. the Reds. Oh, he was definitely with the Reds at the time. Uh, it was Jack Billingham. Ah, and do you know who served up number 715? I don't. Al Downing of the Dodgers. Oh, okay. And that's it. That's it? That's it. You, you can shut down this machine because the exhaust is killing me. We will uh, we will keep that in mind," he said. "Machine, uh, <laughs> hey Karimba, what am I going to do with you? What am I going to do? Good question. Good question. Good question. Are we uh, are we just going to rumble right through? 
Well, let's just rumble right through there, my friend. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, welcome to the battle of the one-hit wonders. Again, for uh, this particular week, uh, without further ado, let's get right into it with our challenger for this week. From 1975, this is Sammy Johns. Looks like a place she was laying there. And your returning champion from 1974, this is Terry Jacks. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time. Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. Tried to teach me right from wrong Too much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die That was Seasons in the Sun, Terry Jacks from 1974. So what do you, so what do you think, uh... Just your personal opinion. Did you actually vote in this uh, of particular course I, Of course I voted. I, okay. I personally voted for Chevy Van. You did? I did. And uh, I have not looked. All I can see is the Twitter results anyway. I have not looked at them, so I have no idea what's what here. But I will ask the, the burning question, is Gerald required? No, Gerald is not required All once right. again. Let me know when you're ready. All right. Here is your winner. And still, Battle of the One-Hit Wonders champion with 58.8% of the vote. It is Terry Jacks. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. Other since we were nine or ten together we've climbed hills and trees learned of love and abc skinned our hearts and skinned our knees goodbye my friend it's hard to die when all the birds are singing in the sky now that Please pray for me I was the black sheep of the family You tried to teach me right from wrong 
much wine and too much song. Wonder how I got along. Goodbye, Papa. It's hard to die when all the birds are singing in the sky. Now that the spring is in the air, little children everywhere. When you see them, I'll be there. We had joy. We had fun. We had seasons. Sorry, once again, that was from uh, 1974, our one-hit wonder champion, once again, Terry Jacks, with Seasons in the Sun. Uh, so, and as per normal, uh, when we uh, get ready to announce next week's challenger, uh, there seems to be a little bit of controversy. So, and Ed, if you're trying to respond at any point in time here, I can't hear a word. You're no, 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 no. I'm just letting you drag me into this mud pit. <laughs> would you really like me to respond? Of course I would. You know what? I think I'll do it after we play the song. Okay, well, anyways, here is uh, your challenger for uh, next week. It is, uh, look, here's the deal. I'll say it ahead of time, at least from my perspective. It was a song, it was a song that played prominently. Just announce the song. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways... From, where are you here? From 1974. This is Johnny Wakeland. Name of the song. Oh, I was going to say that at the end, but okay. It is from Johnny Wakeland, Muhammad Ali, Black Superman. 
It's Johnny Wakeland with Muhammad Ali, Black Superman. And I'm, if you're here, if you're wondering what that rattling noise is over in the background, that is my esteemed co host, Mm -hmm. the one and only Ed Van Ness, shaking his head Mm -hmm. once again at uh, a choice of mine for a one hit wonder challenger. I, I, until yesterday, I had never heard of that song. 
I had never heard of that performer. I've certainly heard of Muhammad Ali. The subject matter is, is grade A number one. I just never heard the song before. Listen. I, I am unaware of its existence. And hopefully in the very near future, I have to play at least a little bit of it one more time next week. And hopefully that'll be the last time. This one's going to surprise you. Oh, I, I hope just, not. Just to get on it, I might stuff the ballot boxes. <laughs> I can promise you it's not going in the vault. Right now, it is tucked just inside the door of the vault, just so where we can reach it. But it's not going into, it's not remaining in the vault. Once we're done with it, we're done with it. Well, actually, it'll live in the challenger bin, the, the loser bin. All the challengers that have lost uh, will have a... So, so now let me... I don't know. You're right, you don't know. What your, how much exposure to music you had when... <laughs> a lot. When... I lived in I lived in New York City where we had a gazillion radio stations and every type of music you could imagine. And not once did I hear that song. Not once. I was fifteen when that came out. I lived listening to the radio. Well, I don't know. And and here's the other thing that although I don't know how it could apply here. You know, you living in New York through your impressionable days. <laughs> I was in you know, it's in Minnesota at the time. For the most part, I did. Towards the end, I was I was in Maryland for a little bit of time. But I wonder if it might have a little something to do with where we were living at the time. I swear to you, this song. They wore the vinyl off of this song. Bear in mind, twins. I I I was a huge fan of Ali. We all were. That's when I was into boxing and all that. We believe me, had this even come close to the surface within sniffing distance, I would at the very least be be familiar with it. I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm just not gonna say it. But uh look, I'll 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 deal with it. I vetoed that last one that whatever the hell that was a couple of weeks ago. Well, like I said, I came I came up with I came up with I think the perfect idea. If I if I lay a song that you don't like and you want to veto it, then you get to be the one to pick and its as, replacement. And as I said, I think that's fair enough. I, I'm not trying to veto anything. But I just want to see songs that have some appeal and are familiar. Just because it's a one-hit wonder does not mean it did not have great appeal. This is a song that just... I don't know. Maybe it was big in the Midwest or wherever the hell you were living. Well, that was what I was thinking. I, that was kind of where I was going with it. I that, honestly but... never... Hey, look, if anybody's out there listening, if you ever heard of this thing before today... Let me know. Well, I'd love to be you know, corrected. In all honesty, I, I I ran it through, I ran it through the executive department over here to to my physical right. Uh, I, who I, said she never heard of it either? Well, shouldn't that have told you something, there, Skippy? Well, yeah, I realize though she's a few years younger than me. 
So what? I'm a few years younger, older. What's this, the point? This uh, this song came out. Let's see, seventy four. You were ten. Uh, it, you, came out, it, it came out. You were eleven. The tail end of seventy four. Yeah. And you was were actually peaked. It peaked in nineteen seventy five. It, it peaked in the U.S. charts, and I think it was twenty seven, if I'm not mistaken. 27, 27, uh, that's, my, charts. Two seven, that's my birthday. Ah, see what I did there? Uh, yeah. You So you were like 11 when it came out? Mm, yeah, yeah. What does an 11-year-old know? That you, you listen to a lot of music. Very nuts, son. I, 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 tell you, I tell you something. Music was a huge part of my life from... Ooh, I just I just came up with an idea. Just let me finish the thought, then go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, But my uh, let's see my my mom and my my dad died when I was uh, nine. Excuse me. And when my mother my mother was going through the issues she was going to going through preceding her death I was listening to that's when I really started listening to a lot of music I mean okay. I had I the only time that I didn't have the radio on listening to music was pretty much when I was uh, in school for for uh, six hours otherwise I had music on in the morning music on in the uh, uh, music on, on in the afternoon. Went to bed with a clock radio. You, you've made your point. So now, I am laying down a challenge. Okay. To alter the format slightly. Okay. You will choose a song, and I will choose a song. So, Muhammad Ali is still this week's challenger. Next week, I will pick the challenger since obviously you would have picked the champion no matter wh- who wins. And then the loser interesting, each interesting concept. And then the loser each week has to pick another song and try to knock the other guy off. Eh? What do you think? Interesting concept. I kind of like it. All right. Well, there you go. See, see that it's uh, out of out of derision comes uh, clarity sometimes. But you have to have you have to have that challenger. Either one of us have to have that particular challenger ready so I can run it through the mill on the on the social media. Of course. So you do under and and you also I have a full to... vault here. I have songs. But I need to be now for instance, whoever wins this week's I have to well. Let me put it this way. I'm going to have to pick something to go against Terry Jacks. And by the way, I'm not limiting myself to the 70s. Oh, it's going to be that. Oh, it's going to be that. It's going to be that. It's one hit wonder, period. You can limit yourself to the 70s. You do you, boo. Oh, yeah. This is going to be good. Okay. This is going to be good. All right. So, so enjoy. Anyway, your... that, that's it for Battle of the One Hit Wonders for yeah. For this 
that's that's that that is interesting. Very, very interesting, interesting concept, isn't it? Though, see that? I got ow. Jeez, I gotta stop doing that. All right, we've uh, we've burned through our bits. We've killed. We've killed. 40 minutes. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Uh, so, good news, kids and kittens. We signed the lease yesterday, the new the new executive tower. Uh, we will either be debuting it next week on the 5th or on the 19th. I will not be here on the 12th. It is unlikely. Let me put it that way. It is unlikely I will be here on the 12th. I am having massive oral surgery on the 9th and uh, no telling. And you think he's a cranky prick now? Just wait Just wait till he has to go through oral surgery. Well, uh, by the time Sunday rolls, I mean, I, I'm fully expecting a couple of days of just sheer misery. Just as, you know, things heal and, you know, and all that. So, so we're not counting on me being available for the 12th. But getting back to, we have keys we have signed documents money is exchanged hands uh i'm going furniture shopping on tuesday with my uh, with my dear sister possibly two of them uh Ooh. possibly i there's been no talk of the younger sister but something tells me because of where we're shopping and that's fine if if my younger sister cares to join us i i made the request of karen to go furniture shopping with me and we're going to do it out where she lives which is only about 20 minutes from me mm -hmm. and uh it's it's a it's a big store raymore and flanagan i don't know if you got them out there Honey, he got the place, so get ready to pack your bag. We'll probably go out. <laughs> that's a that's a funnier bit when the people can actually hear what you're saying. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll go out there. I'm gonna go out there on Tuesday and meet her when she's finished with work, and uh, buy my furniture, make some salesman's day, buy my furniture. Hopefully, I can have that all delivered by the weekend. Uh, are you, are you going to buy a $3,000 bed? No, I'm not going to buy a $3,000 bed. I don't need a $3,000 bed. I'm telling you, Ed, that was one of the best investments I have ever made. Yeah, I bet I have, it was. I have never. We don't want to talk slept. about this here. We don't want to talk about this here. Why? Because that's why. Now, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, if I had ever spent that kind of money on a bed, I'd have told you you were nuts. And I'm telling you, you're nuts. NVTS, nuts. It, it is. I tell you, it, if you can get your hands on an adjustable bed, if you can do it for under three grand, all power to you but i'm telling you i don't need an adjustable bed oh my god it is so nice it is so nice having your legs elevated at heart level i tell you i sleep like a freaking baby i never thought it would make a uh, difference but John, I sleep to me like a baby. sleeping like a baby is waking up every two hours having wet my pants 
Well, uh, and needing a not wake diaper rash and needing a bottle. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it is a very very comfortable night's. I'm sleep. sure it is. I'm sure it we, is. We, we have a we have a dog that likes to sleep with us too, and there's well, actually room for this dog. Well, certainly, now. but you bought a king, right? Yes, we bought a king. Sure, sure. It's uh, why wouldn't you buy the, a the king? Only, the, the the only problem with that whole scenario is <laughs> oh, I can is only that, that what what could like, be the problem? <laughs> picture this picture this pen as the dog. Yeah. So instead of the dog laying like this between us. The dog wants to lay like this, okay, between us, with spread out, basically turning that turning us into an H. The dog has been around longer than you have. Oh God! How many times have I heard that? <laughs> how Not, many times have I heard that? Not I enough. put something up on Facebook a I week saw, ago. I saw it. I saw a cartoon. I saw. Uh huh. I put that up on Facebook. Her sister, Lori's sister, promptly responds, "Hey, the dog was there first. That's right. The dog was there first. So you know, you gotta just suck it up. How old is Bailey? Bailey is what five now? Oh yeah, she's she's uh, you're out. She's in. You bought the bed oh. for her. You bought the bed for Bailey. Well, she loves it. It's, oh, it's it's it's." it's, it's it's Why? a dog's life, I'm telling you. Why wouldn't she? It's a $3,000 bed. Why wouldn't she love it? Oh, by the way, huh. I'll tell you something. <laughs> oh, God. We, this is the first, this is the first weekend, by the way. Yes. Where Lori and I have Saturday and Sunday, and this week we'll take Monday. After Shocking. Dinner. Shocking. And... This is beautiful. We went yesterday. We went for a road. We went for a road trip. Really? Yeah, can you imagine somebody that drives for a living wanting to go on a road trip? Yes, I've done it myself multiple times. We went down. We went uh, down a, uh, along a road that runs along the Mississippi River, about uh, oh, 30, 40 miles outside of, outside of town. Took took uh, took the princess with us. Well, of course you would have to. She she like she likes car rides. She's a very good passenger. And uh that just went down there just to just to go there. Didn't do anything really spectacular. Well, well that's okay. Found, found out that Bailey does not like uh, water. She doesn't like it to drink it or she uh or she doesn't like to go into uh well, this is the area is called Lake Pepin. It's in theory, it's the Mississippi River, uh, but it's it's uh, at a uh, it's the Mississippi River where it is a very wide, for Minnesota standards, it's very you know you you could never bridge across it into Wisconsin. It's that far away, but um, this uh, she we tried to get her to go under the water, and she wanted nothing to do with it. I can understand. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. So now, do you have any uh, big, uh, any Memorial Day uh, plans other than uh, getting prepared for your 
I'm going big to move here. I'm going to the apartment tomorrow, taking measurements, and uh, I may be going out. Well, they have to put up new security gates on my windows. Uh, they mm-hmm. they had the previous owners of the building had torn down a building that was there and walled in, put in new windows. But the, the ground floor does not have the security gates that it needs. So that's going to be done on Tuesday. And okay. uh, I was going to go buy a new TV on Monday, uh, which I still might, and just put it in the apartment. And uh, this way, when the cable people show up, I have a TV there. Oh, I'm going to go cable this time around. Huh? I'm going to go what? Cable this I time have around. To. I have to. I'm cable now. I thought for some reason I thought you didn't have. Uh... No, I hate cable, but I have no choice. Okay. Because DirecTV, which I loved, was purchased by AT and T, and I will have nothing to do with AT and T again. Okay. And plus, I don't own the building, so I don't want to go through all that hassle of, you know, having to put up a dish and it's oh, not a. Ha- never, it's not never a hassle. Mind. I'm- I'm thinking of something completely different. Yeah. I was thinking about your problems about watching Dolphins games. Oh, oh, no. That's good. You wouldn't get Dolphins games. We can get them anyway. We can get them anyway. So, so yeah, the plan is, I I, look, my TV is fantastic. I've had it 15 years. Never one problem with it. But I want to get a little modern one, you know, with uh, that comes, you know, preloaded with a lot more features. You know, to be able to hook up yeah. to the internet and all that, and, uh... and if they're yeah. not expensive, it looks like I can get a nice. Uh, and I don't even want a big, big one. I've got a forty-two inch screen now, and I'm quite content with that. Mm-hmm. It looks like I can get away with three, four hundred dollars for a nice set. That's nice. It is. So it's not a three thousand dollar bed, but you know, what are you going to do? So what do you? Uh... You're not a big gambler, per se. I've never seen you really I, talk about Let me put it this way. When I've been to Vegas, I enjoy playing. Okay? But I like... I've never played poker in a casino. I really want to. Uh, I've played variations on poker, but I've never sat at a table, played Texas Hold'em or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm in an area like Vegas and it's legal and all that, I enjoy sitting down at a table, you know, uh, whipping out a hundred bucks or so and play that until it, I'm, I, I'm not a big better, not at all. I'm i I'm a five, $10 guy. If mm-hmm. I, if I'm betting $25 on a hand, oh my God. Um, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for me. Uh, I, I love to tell the story. The first time I was in Vegas was one of the nights we were there. I'm sitting at a table. And, uh, we were in Caesars. This was the night Caesars banned me for being too big of a winner. So I'm at the blackjack table. And I worked my way up to 25 bucks a hand. Okay. So I get eights. I get two eights. So I split them. Uh, long story short, I wound up with four eights, which I split them all off. And three of them 
I was able to double down on. I got a two or, or a three. I had all sorts of money spread out on this table. Everybody's watching because I got like seven, eight hands going. Shit. <laughs> and uh, when the dust settled, I, I lost 25 bucks. I lost basically one bet. Out of all that, you, of, only, you only lost 25. I only that's, lost 25. I mean, I, I, I won double on this one, and I lost on that one, and blah, 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 you know, and it was just, oh, man. Uh, and But I'm having a mild, I'm having mild palpitations at this point. It's like, oh, my God, they're going to. So uh, you prefer table games as opposed to, as opposed to the video, uh, the video games or I'm a, whatever? I'm a video poker. I love video poker uh i i it's stupid how much i enjoy it uh i will i will go back to another story i'm in vegas about my third trip out second it's my second trip out there first trip out by myself and uh so i spent my four nights there i'm on the way home i'm at the airport i got a, i got time to kill i got really time to kill so i go to the little smoking booth that they have they have these little smoking rooms and I go in, so to have a cigarette. <laughs> of course, you can't go anywhere in Vegas without without there being machines there, right? So there's my video poker, my Joker poker, my video poker machine. I love this game. So I was pretty much even at that. By the way, I am pretty much even for Vegas. Five or six times I've been out there. I I think I'm ten bucks either side of of even, something like that for all the times I've been there. Uh, I generally leave even. Uh, so I put I put a $20 bill on the machine, okay? And I'm playing, and I'm playing, and I'm winning, and I'm winning, and I'm getting hitting big hands. And uh, at one point, I was up close to $300, or just about $300. I could have cashed out, been up 280 That's what it was. By the end of it, I had put 80 bucks in. I lost 80 bucks. No. Oh, no. I hate that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why they call it gambling and not winning, kids. No, it's not called they not, winning. They did not build those big resorts on the uh, that you see on the strip off the backs of winners. That's Here, for sure. Here's how I describe it. People ask me about Vegas. They've never been. I said, look, there's lights and entertainment, but it's hot. It's really, really hot. But the kind people of Las Vegas have gone to the time and trouble of building these big, big air-conditioned rooms that you can go hang out in. Plus, they have these little diversions, little games you can play while you're while you're hanging out and cooling off. It's wonderful. They they take care of you so well. Good care. Yes, they do. One of the things I love about Vegas is the attitude. And by the attitude, I mean this. They come to you. With a smile and a smile, and they say, "Look, we will sing for you, we will dance for you, we will, we will feed you, we will bring you drinks and and uh, entertain you and make you laugh and and all that." But make no mistake about it, we're here to separate you from your money. Can I refresh that drink for you, sir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and, I, and I love that. I love that they're not hiding it. There's no, you know, oh, we're just trying to put on a good show here. Horseshit! They're trying to separate you from your cash. And as long as they keep refreshing that drink for you, they're willing to give you the alcohol for free. Too. I learned that the uh, the, the first couple <laughs> times, first couple times I went out there by myself, uh, when I was sitting there playing, I would not drink. 
I would not drink. Maybe at the end of the night, you know, I'd have a beer, a beer or two. But oh no, I saw lots of sloppy people. And uh, one night I was there. I just, I, I, I like to go to the Rio, and I like to spend a night at a day at the resort. I don't leave the resort at all. I do everything there. I eat, you know, gamble, everything. Mm-hmm. And this one night, I just, I was playing, I was playing, I was playing. I said, you know what? This is the day I had the greatest day ever. I have foot massage, full Swedish massage, pedicure. It was fantastic. Greatest day of my life. Wow. Oh, yeah. I've told that story before. And, uh, man. And I, I, I finally said, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy myself. So I started knocking back beers. I went through more dealers at this one table. And the table went from it be crowded than just me. And think about one of those montages where, you know, a time-lapse camera. And it would be full and then empty. Full, and it's me going through dealers. I sat there for hours and hours. And I had a, there was one point, I had a stack of chips in front of me. I was winning like it was nobody's business. I got a cigarette in one hand, beer in the other. Oh, and they also had these uh, masseuses walking around. It's like 20 bucks for 10 minutes. I had the girl do 20 minutes. I gave her 50 bucks. So I'm sitting there. I got the cigarette in one hand, the beer in the other. I'm getting a massage by a pretty girl, and I'm winning. I'm not even hardly paying attention to the table. I'm just tossing chips and winning. And I'm thinking to myself, who's got it better than me right now? Nobody, baby. <laughs> no, that night, that moment, nobody had it better than me. I was, uh, I'm not a gambler gambler, but, you know, look, I don't mind throwing a, a shekel here and there. Well, the reason I the reason I even brought all that up was is that Lori and I had went to uh, one of the local casinos here, uh, but we went specifically to play bingo. Okay, now, I have a little history with this particular casino. The last time I had gone there to play bingo, it was uh, I wound up winning like eleven grand out of that place. Why you couldn't couldn't believe it? I mean. You know, and so I'm thinking, well, you know, Lori likes going there. We'll go there for her birthday. We wind up dropping, uh, what is about a hundred and about around 150 bucks a piece uh-huh. for these bingo packages. Um, she came out of first. She hit a 250 dollar bingo. Well, okay, now nah, we're then that's good. We're we're getting to the point where we're evening our money. Uh. Then she wound up hitting a thousand dollar winner, hmm. and then I hit a cup. I hit a little winner myself. I think I hit one for like fifty bucks. Getting there towards the end of the day, I hit a thousand dollar. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like that would pay for a three thousand dollar bed. Yeah, yeah. That uh... sounds like it would pay for it real nice. Well, it also paid for a dog's tooth extraction, too. Uh. That's our signal, folks. Time to say nighty-night, if you will. Thanks for checking in with us here on Just Killing Time. Thanks for being with us on the first hour as well. For that guy, Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. I got the money. See ya! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. 
Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission, and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners, or their agent. So there. Radio TFI.